0: Minervae. They had stopped at some nameless stream that skirted the road because the horses were thirsty. They had been marching all day after leaving the noisy bustle of Cobb, making their way out to the far reaches, a border where the settled lands surrendered to the endless weald. The little stream was cool and ran swiftly, and the horses drank heartily. The queen stepped from the carriage to walk a bit and stretch her legs, and looked up to the fading light of the sky. The trees in this part of the wood were old and rangy, their limbs knotted and spiraling. They cast strange shapes across the horizon, a parade of silent, twisted walkers frozen in mid-stride. The air had grown cool with the setting of the sun, and once more Alyssa was reminded that fall would soon be on their heels. A guard, Gwarth, was seeing to the horses, and Netcher, the clericon coachman, was enjoying a snack, having produced a fistful of gobnuts from one of the many pockets which lined his traveler's vest. In the distance, a call sounded, long and disquieting. Netcher stopped his crunching, and the horses paused too to look up from their thirsty business. Guarth whispered a few quick words in his family tongue, an elfin dialect spoken far north near the places of Munspirit and Downvale and those frontier towns which lay near the base of the high glacier. Once more the call echoed over the treetops, and the sound reminded Alyssa of a woman singing, combined with the croon of some ghostly bird. It set a chill to her bones, and clearly Guarth liked it no better than her, as he once more spoke— his quiet oath. What is it, she asked, curiosity outweighing her trepidation. In all of her travels and years, never before had she heard that odd song. Gwarth looked skyward, trying to spot the creature that had produced the sound, and then he spoke, his eyes still scanning the dusky firmament. That what we heard is the call of the Minervae. She is a bird of these wilder places, like a great owl though it is said her face is not like that of any animal. They have a way of mimicking another's face, and often do so with folk they've spied upon. My people say such a thing is bad luck, to be imitated by a Minervae. We avoid them at all costs. The queen thought this sounded perfectly creepy, and edged the shawl which lay draped across her shoulders up, so it partially covered her head. Guarth seemed quite unaware of Alyssa's growing discomfiture and continued with his exposition of course if ye be a spider witch or gargamblin then you'll be wanting one as a pet they're known to be a favorite familiar of such folk as the Minerva have some kind of twilight magic about them he dropped his gaze from the sky to regard the queen and upon seeing the disturbed expression on her face realized that he had overshared "'and clumsily set about recanting his chilling description. "'All, all that said, these are but tall tales "'and uh, stories spun to give the wee ones a case of the spooks. "'Let's back to the carriage before you get a chill, my queen.' Alyssa nodded, and Gwarth escorted her back to the coach, "'silently cursing his loose tongue all the while. "'Miles away, the Minerva called once more from her perch, "'high in the bare bony branches of a long-dead oak.' and then took to the sky on dappled gray wings. There was only the sound of wind as she mounted higher in the ever-darkening sky. She traveled away from the queen's coach, her semi-human face like an ancient mask offering no emotion, as she surveyed the shadowy map of the world below. She flew on like this for some time, and now the light of the day had gone completely, and little points of starlight could be seen on the horizon. There twinkled another point of light in the distance, amber in color, nestled amongst the tall trees on a wooded hillock. It was towards this comely light she aimed her course. The Minervae soon alighted on a branch which was adjacent to a window set into the second story of a strange and rustic dwelling. This window was the source of the glow towards which she had flown. The place was an old construction, circular in design, and its stone walls were twined with thick vines. The stout tower seemed to meld into the hillside itself, perhaps evidence of how long it had stood there. The creature waited patiently on her perch, cooing softly from time to time, a sound that could have been mistaken for a woman humming absently to herself as she went about her day-to-day work. Presently, the window opened and a figure appeared. The bird's visage was a strange facsimile of the face of the woman who now regarded her, "'pale and elegant, with a slight sardonic smile. "'The woman outstretched her hand and opened her palm "'to reveal several strips of fresh raw meat. "'The Minervae partook without hesitation, "'gobbling them down in moments. "'The woman's long, artful fingers scratched the fine, downy feathers "'on the top of the bird's head with affection, "'and the creature murmured an expression of comfort. "'What have you seen, my darling Ula?' she asked in a sweet voice. In its great taloned foot, the Minervae took the woman's thumb and encircled it so tight those dark, sharp claws nearly broke her pale, smooth skin. Both their eyes drifted closed, and they stayed locked together like this for several moments until a dull, amethyst glow pulsed from beneath Ula's grip. The woman opened her eyes and looked into that face which was so alike to hers. Spider-witch, she said, with mirth taken aback. Moon witch, perhaps, the woman continued, fetching another strip of meat to give Ula. The things some people will believe. If you like what you just heard, be sure to visit www.thegreen.country for more great content, including beautiful illustrations, detailed character descriptions, and much more. The Green Country is also on Patreon, where a small monthly pledge will give you access to extra content, like an illustrated PDF of the story you just heard. Whether you back this project financially or simply share it with a friend, you can help this vibrant land continue to grow. Once more, that's www.thegreen.country. Thanks for listening!